Hello and welcome to Normal Boring Free Birth for Normal Boring People, where we share free birth stories from people who had epic, amazing births, but they also felt quite normal and maybe a bit boring. Before we get into today's episode, I want to talk to you about the Free Birth Women's Circle. So if you don't know about this already, we've been talking about it in our Facebook community. This is the place that you can go if you feel like you want some connection from people who just understand why you're making the choices that you are and they just get it. The Circle is a virtual space where we meet twice a month and we just connect with other like-minded women who are planning a free birth or they've had a free birth and they're in the postpartum. Me and Leonie wanted to create an online space where women could come together and just share stories, share wisdom and connect. I think listening to these amazing free birth stories is great, but actually being able to talk to each other, ask questions, put something out there, that can be really valuable. If you want to join the circle, it's really easy. There'll be a link in the show notes of this episode or go to our Instagram page and look at the links there at normal boring free birth. In today's episode, we hear from Chelsea from New Zealand, who shares with us her free birth story. And if you're on the fence about whether or not you should have your children that you already have at your birth, then you've landed on the perfect story. And what I love about this too is that Chelsea tells us that she was once upon a time just sat on a birth ball listening to our podcast, and now here she is sharing it. So, I mean, maybe this could be you in the future. So, get a big cup of tea, sit back and relax and listen to Chelsea's lovely story. So, Chelsea, welcome so much to Normal Boring Free Birth and for joining us here to share your story. I'm quite excited about hearing your story because I don't really know much about it. And I don't yeah. really know that much about you, actually. Like, I kind of, we chatted a little bit online on Instagram and stuff. And mm. I feel like my main points of reference, like, I feel like you're a personal trainer. Is that right? <laughs> yeah. Yes, I am. Yeah. And I, I say that because like you popped up on my feed because I was starting to get into the gym or I was starting to get interested yeah. in like going to the gym. And I, and I saw you and you were like, you know, beautifully <laughs> pregnant, but you were like working out and it's like, oh my God, look at those goals. Like that's impressive stuff because you're like, your content online that. is like, wow, you know, so that was quite inspiring. <laughs> and then I think I got interested in like your story. I think I saw like, oh, she's talking a bit about free birth. Um, mm. And then and then now here we are. So yeah, before I yeah, want more anymore. <laughs> Do you want to introduce yourself? Let our listeners yeah. know who you are, where you are. Yeah. Um, so my name's Chelsea Alashahi and I'm from New Zealand. Um, I'm 28 years old and I'm married to my best friend. And oh. um, we have, yeah, two kids. So Sai is two and a bit. And then we have Persia, who is a month old. Um, yes, yeah, so I work at a <laughs> I work at a gym in Hastings and I do like membership sales consulting and mm. I also do personal training. Um, I haven't got back into personal training since having my first. Mm -hmm. um, just purely to get a really nice balance of part-time work and spending days with him. Um, and yeah, trying to have more days with my babies than at work. So yeah, yeah it's just a nice balance I've managed yeah. to find. So Oh, amazing. It's so important, isn't it? I think I mm. really learned the value of like being able to kind of move your work to fit your life when I had kids yeah. like that was something I didn't really anticipate um but yeah fantastic oh thanks so much for coming on here then I'm really excited to hear your story so where's a good place to start for you where do you want to kick it off yeah so um well I'll probably start with uh, touching on my first birth um yeah. with Sai because obviously that birth kind of 
brought me to explore free birth. Um, so yeah, pretty much I got pregnant with Sai. Initially, all I kind of knew was um, stories of cesareans or mm. um, some stories that had, you know, the cascade of intervention that hospitals bring. Um, so that was like all I really knew about birth. Like I didn't really know much, to be honest. Yeah. Um, so that was kind of where I was starting. And then I remember my girlfriend, she shared a home birth video of her having a water birth. And oh. I watched it and I was just like, oh my God, like I want an experience like that. She had her partner there. She had her dad present. It just oh, looked wow. amazing. Oh. And I was like, this looks so peaceful. It's not, you know, someone lying on their back, pushing a baby out and um, with all these you know equipment attached so I said I pretty much seen that and was like okay that looks a bit of me um yeah so then I started exploring um oh like learning about birth and you know doing like an antenatal class and um researching more about birth and so I brought it up to hubby I was like oh I'm thinking I'd like to do our birth at home like how how do you feel about this and mm. my husband my husband actually works at the hospital, so he was oh, sort of okay. like, oh, oh, okay. Yeah, he's a microbiologist, so um, he was a little bit like, oh, how would that work kind of thing. Mm. Um, but he was actually mm. pretty quick to be like, if that's what you want to do, and then we'll, we'll go for that route. Oh, great. Um, and obviously I had a midwife and um, had all the normal care and stuff the first time round. Mm. Um, I think... Yeah, we had a meeting with her and it was an opportunity for him to work through any fears or chat with her um, about anything. And I don't think he actually had any fears or asked her any questions at all. He was kind of just like, oh, yeah, um, we're just going to have the baby at home. Okay. Uh, yeah, so he kind of came around pretty quickly, so that was good. Um, and then we initially had planned for it to be yeah, a water birth, um, so we were going to have the pool and things like that. Um, and yeah, so I remember being at like an antenatal class and the lady was asking everyone where they're planning to birth. And um, she asked, oh, is anyone having a home birth? And I remember being the only person to like put my hand up. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, I was like, mm. wow, like why why are we the only ones planning a home birth? Mm. Like, like no judgment because everyone can choose the place that feels safe for them. But I was just sad. Like I was like, I feel like, people are missing out like they don't realize they can have such a better experience in their own home mm. or they're like yeah fair enough if they're too scared for that option which is fine mm. um because at the end of the day you have to work through your own fears and things like that um but I felt mm. sad knowing that not more people were choosing that option as a as an option for them mm, I was yeah so it was totally the same with me actually with my first it was exactly the same thing we did the antenatal classes just through the hospital because that's mm. just th what we thought we would do you know we just thought that mm. I don't think I knew that there would be an option to do anything else but yeah we were the only ones also planning it mm. and then you start to feel just kind of weird don't you <laughs> like yeah. kind of a bit you like oh okay do. we're the funny ones then I guess like we're yeah. the ones over here imagining it in a pool and everyone's looking at us going like okay <laughs> I literally felt like that. I was yeah. like, oh, okay, like we're weird. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so after that, uh, what else had happened? I, you know, got a book to prep, and um, mm. I think it was, is that Inga 
Mills Guide to Childbirth or something and started reading that book yeah. and there was lots of um, really positive stories in that about home birth really so mm. I just remember reading that and being like yep this is definitely the right decision for our family mm. um, and yeah then going forward into like my pregnancy I I didn't do um, the glucose testing or anything like that um, purely because I was like I'm young I'm fit I'm healthy mm. Also, I was a little bit scared to do anything that was going to, like, jeopardise my home birth, which, mm. again, like, now now looking back, I'm like, at the end of the day, nothing can jeopardise my home birth. Yeah. But because I was first baby, you know, I was so scared if I did something that my midwife was going to bring something up and I was oh, going to have to work yeah. through totally. hard conversations. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I wasn't. Yeah, I wasn't ready to have those conversations. So I was like, I'm just not going to do that. I'm not going to do that test. And then I think um, she didn't offer me a growth scan or anything, but a lot of people do those here in New Zealand. Mm. Um, but I was like, yeah, I'm not doing that. I don't need to be told that my baby is measuring too big or measuring too small mm -hmm. um, and have that fear in my head or, you know, like them say, oh, you're going to have to birth at the hospital and then that mm. be something I had to work work through. Yeah. Um, so yeah, and I've heard you know the growth scans are extremely inaccurate as well. Um, so yeah, those were a few things I didn't do the first time around or the second. Um, but yeah, then what else happened? Um, that was kind of yeah, my pregnancy was very um, straightforward. I was really lucky; I didn't have any morning sickness. Okay. Um, yeah, I managed to train right throughout my pregnancy with Sai, so that was awesome. Mm -hmm. That was really um, good. Did you get much yeah. pushback from like any other family members and stuff? Did any did anyone yeah. go, oh my goodness, yeah, yeah. for your first baby? You know, like, yes. yeah, did you get any of oh, that? 100%, <laughs> yeah, 100%. I think the main pushback's always been my sister, which I love her, bless her, but yeah. she cares, she loves me. Um, but yeah, I think, yeah, there was a little bit like, maybe try for your second, like yeah. you haven't had a baby before. That's it. Kind of vibe. Mm. Um yeah, so it was just me being like, I get that, but this is not my practice run. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm not, like, I'm very capable of birth after researching and learning a bit more and being like, actually, my body's meant to do this. Mm. Um, yeah, I was very, yeah, there was definitely some pushback and some people being like, are you sure? Yeah. Um, is your baby going to be okay? And yeah. like, my baby's going to be fine. Mm. Um, but funny, because I actually had more trust, though, and my midwife then myself, which looking back, I realised that now. Mm -hmm. um, like, yeah, whereas second time around, I feel like it was like, no, this is, I've got this. Like, yeah. I definitely had more um, trust in that I was going to have someone there, you know, who knows more than me um, yeah. at my first birth. Um, so, yeah, that was kind of like navigating family and stuff managed. They were all pretty on board with it towards the end. Um, but yeah, initially it was a bit of a like weird thing to be doing. Mm. Um, yeah, it sounds like like I'm really struck by how how much you seem to know that if you were you know the first time around, if you were to have, for example, the glucose tolerance test, it would lead to interference. And mm. it seems like I don't know, were you like of that way inclined before were you kind of quite savvy about how the system worked or was this something that which you really learned during pregnancy yeah that I didn't know anything about any of that until I was pregnant and oh, I cool. think 
being pregnant brings up so much like I don't know like um it's a journey in itself and I kind of had to explore and I just I just really knew what I wanted and I was like I'm not gonna do anything to like muck that up and Mm. once I kind of set a goal I'm like that's me I'm doing it um and I was really lucky to have a girlfriend who had had a home birth and she just knew a lot and she shared a lot and then I would read it and consume you know that positive content and then yeah I just went and I just went and tried to find all the good sources that would give me the confidence and to making decisions. And yeah, so that was kind of where I was at. But I definitely, there was times where I was like, to my midwife, do I need to do this test? Yeah. Again, she was like, not if you don't want to kind mm-hmm. of thing. Um, mm. But yeah, no, it was definitely all learnings during pregnancy. So yeah. yeah. I feel like so many women have this you know, they, they really want to have home birth or even a straightforward physiological birth, but they don't quite know what they need to do to get there. And it yeah. sounds like you were so clear, mm. you know, you just said you were, you had that goal and you just went for it and you mm. seemed so focused and open to learning about what you needed to do to get there. Because I think mm. that's where a lot of people, not that they go wrong, but mm. it's hard to kind of feel those steps isn't Mm. it to know just what you need to do especially with your first baby Mm. so yeah just loving your yeah you're like super switched on like I think that's great you sound really so cool yeah like like declining stuff takes a lot you know I think and you're turning stuff down and you're going like ah because I know you might use this as a reason you know that's pretty like that's good insight yeah savvy and our our midwifery system here in New Zealand is pretty awesome though like I like I actually didn't have to decline I just said like she told me my options and then okay. I was like is that going to mm. be yeah is that going to lead me to you know my home birth or could that cause some sort of yeah. disruption um so yeah that's kind of I just was I was literally just trying to have my own back really and make mm. sure that nothing kind of yeah mm. affected my decision to birth at home um there's some hip- hiccups that arise <laughs> during this story though yeah. um <laughs> So yeah, going forward, um, yeah, like nearing the end of my pregnancy, I definitely um, felt a bit of uh, what's the right word? You know, like oh, you're getting you're getting close to your due date now, kind of thing, and oh, it's getting on. Possible talk of like, or when would we do an induction, kind of thing? And I was like, that's not happening. Like, um, and I actually felt the need to have a sweep my first time around purely because mm. I felt just that pressure of maybe if I do that, if I have a sweep, that's like the least, you know, it's not like an induction at the hospital. Yeah, am I, yeah. am I, I just, yeah, I honestly just felt the pressure and I look back now and I regret doing that. And yeah, I just regret rushing the process. Um, But again, mm. it was just feeling that pressure from, yeah, outside people um that made me make that choice and the second time around that was not a thing like I was like no one's gonna rush me I'm not gonna make those kind of decisions Mm. um but I was trying all the things to make sure that I had my home birth so yeah I ended up consenting to that and I do regret that now um but I mean it was part of my journey it was all learning oh absolutely um, yeah, yeah. God, sure. no judgment yeah. or anything like, you know, and, and we really and I hear that a lot, unfortunately, 
all the time. I see it all the time on like forums and like women kind of because they they desperately want that kind of birth mm. and they're engaging with mm. the system. It becomes this horrible little power play of like, well, how much can I give you to get you off my mm. back? And then that's yeah. like obviously not what yeah. you want to be in because that's so you know as a like a relationship mm. that's unhealthy, isn't it? But it it, it just happens. Yeah. It just happens. And there's so much pressure at the end, like yeah. towards the end anyway. What we what we're told mm. is the end. There's so much pressure. Yeah. And it's so, yeah, so understandable. And then sometimes these things happen in first baby. And yeah, so like, yeah. don't, we're not, I'm, I'm certainly not sat here going like, oh my goodness, how could you? No. You know, this, yeah. <laughs> I did all sorts of things first time around that I look back yeah. on and go, oh God, you fool. But you live and go yeah. through it and you yeah, learn. Yeah, you live and, and you yeah. learn. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So yeah, yeah I, um, yeah, so I ended up having a sweep, I think. And then um, I think that night we also went, to bed and had some sex because I was like, let's speed things along again, me Great. trying to rush the process. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and and then yeah, so the next morning I woke up and I was experiencing some cramps and mm. I was like, oh, these are definitely different to um like my Braxton Hicks. They're very mild that I, I don't yeah, very mild during pregnancy. So I was like, I definitely feel like I might be going into labor um but obviously early early days at that stage and then I think I woke up that morning and went to the toilet and I'd lost my mucus plug as well um the first time around it was definitely like a lot more bloody and like mm. it was just like one lot of mucus plug mm-hmm. um and I, I remember seeing that and feeling quite excited knowing that like oh I've got cramps that's happening too yay like there's yeah. gonna be a baby soon yay. um yeah so then I messaged my midwife just to like let her know. I said, oh, I'm, you know, having um, just really mild cramps at this stage. I've lost my mucus plug. I think she asked me um, how close together or something. I was like, oh, no, no, like it's just yeah. literally like early days. Like we're not even worrying about that right now. Mm. Um, and, yeah, so kind of that was it feels like a long time ago now. But, yeah, um, yeah what else happened? um yeah so then I think we just went for a walk and bounced on the ball and chilled around home pretty much that day um and eventually obviously things started to heat up and yeah my contractions turned or my um, cramps turned into surges and um I think my midwife messaged at around five o'clock or 5 p.m and said she was nearby and was going to pop over and just check the heart rate which I was like yeah that's fine you know all good um so she popped around, checked the heart rate, kind of just checked in on me. And I was just like, oh, yeah, things are all good. Um, I think I quite, I don't know if it was just me relaxing a bit more when, when she got there. Things started to, like, heat up a little bit. And then she was like, look, I'm going to leave and come back. And I was like, that's cool. Um, mm-hmm. We'd set up the pool and stuff in the lounge and had, like, my affirmation cards out and the diffuser on and stuff like that. Nice. Um, yeah. So then she left and. It was almost like as soon as she left, I quite I was like, shit, I kind of wanted to come back. Like I'm, mm. so I suppose because I hadn't experienced it before, and I was like, you know, like I yeah. said, she was like my person that I wanted there. Um, and then so yeah, I think things started to tick along, and then, uh, well, I was kind of yeah bouncing on the ball. Mm. What else was I doing? I'd had I'd jumped in the shower, and um, hubby had put some. Uh, water shower pressure on my back oh nice he'd been doing yeah that felt mm-hmm. so good and mm-hmm. um, had been doing yeah some nice hard hip squeezes and things and yeah we had the you know the birth playlist playing and it yeah. was all 
yeah, it was all moody and nice. So, um, yeah. And then I think, yeah, things definitely started to heat up. Um, things were feeling, you know, more intense. And I message, I said to, oh, we, we decided again, first time around to time contractions and stuff. Mm-hmm. But honestly, like as soon as I started, mm-hmm. I was like, what is this even doing? Like, yeah. it seemed like way more admin. <laughs> And I, yeah, it's just more work. I yeah. was like, what is this? And I was like, I actually struggled to know where it started and where it kind of fizzled out. And I was like, oh gosh, this is just, it's too much. And I was like, yeah, I pretty much ended up, we were like, okay, we've done this for long enough. We can tell I'm an active labor now anyway. Like I'm very much yeah. having to think about my contractions and, you know, breathe through them and things like that. So mm. I think we ended up canning that pretty quickly. Um but I had started to feel quite sick and things. I wasn't actually physically sick, but mm. just feeling a bit nauseous. And then mm. I think I told hubby, oh, maybe you get um, our midwife to come back. And so he texted her and she did come back. And then not long actually after she was there, I think when she turned up, I was in the pool at this stage and um, I was definitely like breathing through and doing doing the hard work. Mm. Um she was monitoring the heart rate and that was probably the first time I was like this is kind of annoying like having that done when I was and like doing such a hard job and you know my body was like just I just really I realized in labor I quite like to be left alone Mm. um so yeah I remember her monitoring the heart rate and then um this is kind of where some hiccups start to happen (laughs) Um, I said, oh, I'm starting to feel pushy. Like, mm-hmm. I, I think I am. I said, I think, because I hadn't, that was the first time the sensation yeah. had been, you know, brought brought up for me in, in that zone. Um, and then she was like, yeah, you'll, you'll know when you feel pushy. And then a little like, later on, I think I was like, yeah, I'm definitely feeling pushy. Um, and I think she didn't really expect things to go quite as quickly as they were. Mm-hmm. Um, so she, in, in New Zealand, we actually have to have um, two midwives at a home birth. I don't mm-hmm. know if that's the same for you guys. Yeah, yeah. It, it's the same yeah, in the UK. Yeah. 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 So she hadn't quite obviously managed to like let her other person know um, to, to be coming over. Or she didn't realise I was quite as far along as I was, um, obviously, because I hadn't had any vaginal exams or anything like that. Um, so then she's like, I'm going to get the other midwife to come around now. And that was when she mentioned, I think, size heart rate was dropping mm. and not quite recovering as quick as she would like. Mm. Um, and I could sense a little bit mm. of stress. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could sense a little bit mm. of stress. Um, but it was weird. I It's hard to, you guys would know, like, every part of me was like, my baby's fine. Mm-hmm. Like everything that's happening right now is just, you know, it's gone from zero. It's built up. It's built up. I just knew he was fine. So I wasn't too stressed by her mentioning that. Mm-hmm. Um, she did then mention the word hospital. And I was like, oh, no. Yeah. I was like, not, not because I was, um, not because I wouldn't go to the hospital if it was needed, but mm. purely because I was like, being my body, I could feel, you know, I was like, no, like I'm about to have a baby. Like yeah. I can't get in the car. Like, yeah. and the, honestly, the hospital is no. actually, <laughs> actually really close, but um, I just knew he was fine and that everything was going exactly as it should. Like I was like, yeah. this is all just, 
I just knew like and I'd never had a baby before but I just knew mm. um you knew yeah yeah so she and she like she mentioned afterwards she was going through all the things in her head like oh by the time we got there it probably wouldn't you know um yeah. but yeah that definitely caused a little bit of you know a hiccup in my in my um home birth so of um yeah mm. so then going forward I think she'd messaged the other midwife and she eventually turned up and I was definitely pushy at this stage and um yeah definitely trying to breathe them down and things um and she kept checking the heart rate as well which was definitely kind of annoying mm. um and I think I think I'd asked to get back in the pool um and she was like oh, I'd be I'd prefer if you, you know continue to labor on the couch and stuff so I can check the heart rate and I bet I think yeah. after that I, yeah mm. after that I was just a bit like oh like I just really want to go back in the pool because I'd had that vision of having him in the water and stuff yeah um and did but, you feel like you needed to like you needed to ask if you could rather yeah. than yeah, saying de- that's what you're gonna do yeah, yeah definitely like um with the hospital thing I was definitely like no that's not happening but yeah when I was like oh I'm I'm pretty keen to go back in the pool and when she mm. said oh I'm keen for you to mm. you know just labor on land I was very like okay I'm gonna have to do what you know she knows more than me so I'm gonna have to um, but follow yeah, suit yeah. so and then yeah I could tell hubby hubby was getting a little little bit like stressed and I was so in my zone that I don't think I felt the stress quite as much as maybe everyone else was mm. um <laughs> Yeah, and because I, yeah, I just intuitively knew, like, he was all right. And then the other midwife turned up and um, she pretty much said, can I do a vaginal exam? And I was like, go on, like, you know, like, let's just show everyone that my baby's pretty much close. Um, And, yeah, Mm. they ended up doing a vaginal and it just showed that he was very close. And the baby was going to be born at home, like, like I knew he was. Yeah. but again, that was me, you know, consenting to a vaginal exam, which wasn't in my birth plan. It wasn't something I wanted, but I was like, I'm going to do it because everything's feeling a little bit stressful and these mm. people want to check where I'm at. So, yeah. but yeah, he was he was right there. Um, so then I think the because they were still a bit concerned about the heart rate, um, one of the midwives had suggested to try a different position, like a supported squat position. Um, so hubby was holding holding me up in like a squat on the couch um and I'd started to push yeah I was starting to push um and again I think they thought he was a little bit stuck but again I don't think he actually was I think he just needed time to Mm -hmm. you know work his way down and put more pressure on everything so that he could come out um and I think she did mention doing a little snap and I said only if you had to like like yeah I will consent to if it's really really needed but like is it um and then I'm pretty sure after that he pretty much ring of fire he was coming out and I didn't need a, an episiotomy at all um mm. and that he was just needing a little bit more time to let my perineum stretch and well yes. to come out yeah exactly yeah. I kind of I don't know who yeah. I can't really think of something right now where you would need an episiotomy apart from something yeah. really medicalized but like yeah yeah you just needed more time didn't you it's just obvious I just, yeah I just yeah. I just needed more time yeah. for sure. yeah. I, knew, I knew yeah I definitely yeah. knew and I felt like um yeah it was just like a little bit of all this stress for no reason 
and anyway he yeah he came out I remember feeling the ring of fire and being like mm. oh my god this is amazing though like I'm birthing a baby right yeah. now um and yeah and then, <laughs> had, cool. had, yeah. <laughs> then his body just followed straight out afterwards and he came out roaring he was crying he was oh, wow. you know good to go yeah. um and then yeah so then we had skin to skin and like I still feel like when I look back I'm like it was still a really positive experience um and I still felt like I felt so powerful. I was like, I've just mm. birthed a baby, even when there was some stress brought up that obviously I didn't really want in my mm. birth. Um, but I stayed calm and I kept like listening to my body and knowing that he was all right. Um, but yeah, so that is part of the like little hiccups that arise in that birth was the reason I went on to eventually explore free birth. Oh. So yeah. Can I ask a question? Yeah. Just out of curiosity, you know, you said that he was roaring when he came out. He's yeah. good to go. What did you feel like his emotion was in that roar? Do you? I was wondering if you, if maybe he was picking up on some of the stress that mm. you might have been experiencing, or if he was just like making his presence known. Or I'm just, yeah, curious. What do you think was happening for him? <laughs> I do joke that he was pro- he was probably a little pissed off. Yeah, he's probably felt a little <laughs> bit rushed. Yeah. Um, and yeah, cause I didn't want to be as well coached to like push down, but that was happening as well. And it was just oh, all the things yeah. all that, it was like all a really things, beautiful, yeah. beautiful, like start part. And then it was just like the end of my birth was like a little bit, yeah, heated, but I definitely think he would have felt disrupted. Yeah. And I still say that I'm like, he got a little bit rushed. Um, mm. I think, mm. yeah, yeah, he got a little bit rushed, but I think he was also like, I'm here. I'm a Leo. <laughs> Yeah, I'm roaring. So. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, I've got a Leo too who still yeah. rules yeah. now. Yeah, yeah. So, so does mine. Something else. Yeah, that's full on. <laughs> um, but yeah, we ended up having. Yeah, yes, oh, it sounds and, like you handled it really well. Yeah, I did my best in in that um situation. Um, but then we got to have you know really beautiful skin to skin and trying to get them latched and all that kind of stuff. Um. He didn't know what to do on the boob at all. <laughs> he was, but it just took him some time, and eventually mm. got there. Um, yeah, but yeah, initially, initially, I would say I didn't feel like I actually had any birth trauma. Like mm-hmm. initially, I was just like, "Nah, mm. I got everything I wanted. I had my home birth. My husband was there supporting me. Like it was actually really beautiful for majority of it." But then, I suppose a year later, mm. I was kind of like, actually. I started to see things a little bit differently and I was like, hang on, like I do feel like Sai was a little bit rushed and, you know, like the word hospital being brought up um, when I was yeah. so close to having him was a bit like, oh, like, you know, it kind of just put a little bit of a dampener on things. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that that's kind of how I felt, but it took a little process to get there and to feel like all the heart rate stuff and yeah. was actually the issue. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, so it took me a while to come to that, but, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it does say, doesn't it? Yeah. No, yeah. no, no. Yeah, it, it does. It does take time. It's really interesting because I think, I think many would listen to your birth story and think, oh, wow, you know, yeah, you did it. You smashed it. How amazing was that? Yeah. Like, you know, you gave birth at home and, you know, with like mm. minimal anything. Oh, just one vaginal exam. Great. You know, that kind of thing. Yeah. And it's it's yeah. just, it's so not the point though, is it? Like, I think... No. 
I think it's kind of interesting to, to consider, you know, I see women talk about even, um, I don't know, even like the, the free birth story, even where there's there's still trauma involved because it's like, it, maybe it happened so fast, it was shocking or something, you know, mm. it, there can still be things like it's just the, the description or the one line description on paper, like that's not the extent of it at all, mm. is it? Like you go back and reflect and all these things can kind of come up. Even though, like, yeah, I'm sure you were surrounded by people going like, you know, oh, amazing, you did it and everything. And, and like you did, yeah. but, you know, you did it like under duress, you know, in a way, yeah. weren't you? Like, you know, yeah. having these people yeah. kind of, yeah, like you say, mm. and oh, the heartbeat thing, because it's one of, it's a big one, isn't it? And I think, mm. you know, I've seen like Rachel, Dr. Rachel Reed talk about it um, in terms of like, it can be very hard. It's usually, I think usually like transfers for fetal distress is like, it's suspected um, fetal distress. It's like people don't like all the time kind of know or they're not sure yeah. it's just the end it's the kind of well we think it's you know it mm. looks it, like you were saying she said something like it she wasn't totally happy with it or as much as she would like to be or something it's so mm. vague isn't it and it just puts mm. in your mind like but is there something wrong are they okay but mm. I feel like they're okay yeah. but you're telling me and then yeah. it's this whole little conflict in your mind and it's really hard to know but you had such a great connection like talk about you know you really did mm. I think you know you you yeah. said like you were looking you felt like you viewed the midwife as more of the, you know, she's the expert, but it really did also sound like you very much so had that kind of, I know what's going on and how my baby feels, which I think is really yeah. interesting for a first birth. And I think mm. it's amazing. But yeah, 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 of course, you know, you reflect on these things and things come up. So were you, mm. did, were you kind of already, did you think like, yeah, we'll definitely have more and I want to do it differently? Or did it kind of, how did the idea then, or what was the first kind of, idea of free birthing then I want to know where like that began yeah <laughs> yeah so the free birth thing took a took way longer for me to get on board with um, oh really yeah I was definitely like I'm gonna have another home birth there's no doubt about that oh, okay. um, but I mm. yeah I had actually started exploring just um more holistic home oh, birthy yeah. midwives initially um, yeah I just wanted somebody that would yeah, I had some non-negotiables. So mm. going forward, I was like, I'm not having any monitoring. Like yeah. whoever comes to my space, they cannot touch me. They cannot check the heart rate. Like they have to just sit there and let me birth my baby. Um, so that was a non-negotiable. And what was the other one? Um, that they had to be happy that they're only going to be turning up when I'm close to feeling pushy or like we yeah. will text them as far as close to me having the baby as possible so those were kind of like my non-negotiables so yeah I got pregnant with my second and um that was kind of where my head was at and then um I had yeah put on like one of the home birth groups like who are some suggestions for like the best most experienced home more home birth mm -hmm. uh, midwives and obviously we have a lot of midwives here that offer home birth like it's most of the midwives do but I just wanted someone that was um super like yeah for, well pretty much on board with what I was wanting yeah. um so that did narrow it down from a big pool of midwives to a smaller pool of midwives mm -hmm. and I tried a few that I'd heard um good things about and um they were booked, fully booked and then um I had got mention of a midwife and she seemed to be the one that was popping up in most of the mentions mm -hmm. um so I, ra I rang mm -hmm. her and instantly I was like I love her like she's amazing she's you know been in the game oh. so long birth is just another thing for her like 
Um, so she was like, do you want to meet up? We'll see if we, you know, um, resonate. Um, so I went and met with her and I was like, instantly I went to start talking about my first birth or she asked. And then she was like, <laughs> I was obviously sounding a little bit defensive of my prior midwife because I loved her. She was really amazing. Um, and my midwife, the new midwife was like, look, I don't want to hear about like that. I want to hear about your experience, like emotionally, like how did it make you feel? And mm. so that was really cool for her to just mm. want to hear how I actually felt during my birth and stuff. Um, and initially I was like, yep, she's amazing. Um, I'm going to have her as my midwife. And going forward, yeah, we, I was just doing all the, you know, going to appointments and things like that. Um, and then I think at about 20 weeks, she sprung it on me that she wasn't actually going to be there for my birth and she was going overseas. So, oh, yeah. Okay. Which to me, <laughs> yeah, I was like, what? <laughs> Where did that come from? Yeah. To me, I was like, fair enough. Like, she's been in the game a really long time. And I think for her, she just, you know, she wanted a holiday and she was like, oh, well, I'm going on holiday. <laughs> right. But had you guys so, in like, like, was there like a contract yeah. and stuff though? And like, now nah, we we don't really have contracts over okay. here as such. But well, um, yeah, I was very disappointed. Like, oh I, no! And actually, I was like, "What am oh. I going to do?" Like, it took me so long to find her, and because she was all for everything, like I was wanting, she was like, "Yeah, yeah. I'll just turn up, wear your baby, and then I'll leave." Like, it's all oh. good. Yeah. And I was like, "Yay!" Like, I finally found someone that's going to be like that. Well, I was hoping they were going to be like that. Yeah. Um. And then, so yeah, pretty much I was back to square one trying to find a new midwife. And I do remember this is what when point I, in your pre- yeah, Sorry. what was that? No, you go. What point in your pregnancy was that? Tw- like yeah, how, about how pregnant were you? Twenty weeks pregnant, I think. Oh, yeah, so like midpoint. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So it just felt like I was like, oh, it's back at square one. Yeah. Um, and I also was like, oh, all the good midwives are going to be taken. <laughs> I'm going to be left with like a oh, bunch no. that I probably won't won't want to have. Yeah. Um, and I think that was when I first I actually like jumped on my stories and was just deloading to my my Instagram. Yeah. Um, and it was the first time I brought up free birth. I remember I said something like, "Oh, I'd love to free birth, but I'm not going to, and my husband wouldn't be for it." And it was a major cop out. Like it was just mm. me. I think, <laughs> It was the first time those feelings had started to surface, being like, mm. I'm now thinking about that because I'm not going to have that person at my yeah. birth. Um, but yeah. again, I wasn't ready to explore that as an option. I was, it was yeah. seemed too scary and that was me copying out. Um, and then I was bombarded with a bunch of suggestions of midwives um, mm. and people being like, look, I had this lady and she was really hands-off. And I think... M- my version of hands off was completely different to theirs. Oh, my first yeah. midwife, interesting. Yeah. 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 So, like, I think they thought hands off was just you know sitting there occasionally checking the heart rate when you know. But I was like, no, like this person has to like completely not check the heart rate at all. Rowdy, rowdy, rowdy. Um. So I was on on my hunt for a new midwife, and I rang one of the ladies that someone had suggested to me, and. I had read her thing and it was like acupuncture, hypnobirthing. I was like, this lady's going to be great. She's going to be awesome, you know. Mm. And I, I, <laughs> I rang her up and I just started saying, like, this is what I'm after. I want a home birth midwife that's happy to, you know, um, sit back and not monitor the heart rate. Is that something you would offer? And honestly, 
after this phone call, I was in tears. Oh. And I don't cry easily. Like, oh. I was like, oh, my oh, God. Dear. She initially was like, what uh, What about um, fetal monitoring disturbs you? Like, what about it? And I was like, I just don't enjoy that happening during labour. Like, I've got too yeah. much going on. I just don't want to be monitored. Um, she was very quick to say that I had unresolved birth trauma. Um, like, she was actually, like, she just started kind of, like, having a go in a way. And I was like, you don't actually know me. Yeah, I know. I was like, you don't know me. It doesn't sound safe. I know. I was like, you don't know me. Yeah. I was like, you don't know me. You don't know my story. Like, you shouldn't really be assuming things. Um, I just know what I want going forward. And this is why I'm, you know, advocating for myself and what I want. Um, And I got off the phone to her and was like, oh, my gosh, is this going to be every phone call I'm about to make? Am I going to be told what I'm asking for is too much? Mm -hmm. And I just remember feeling honestly like so shattered with all my pregnancy hormones. And I was just like, mm. why Why is what I'm asking for too much? Why is there no one that wants to, you know, come and just sit there and let me birth my baby but be there? Yeah. Um, so that was kind of where I was at. And then Didn't, after oh, that call up. God, no, I'm yeah. just so angry for you. Like, and that's just so awful, isn't it? Because not only like you're just you're just reaching out and going, look, this is what I want. Or this is how I picture yeah. it. This is just what I want to do for my birth. And you've got someone going, like, like pushing you into, mm. they want you to see it from the way that they see it. You know, like, oh, what about mm. this is a problem for you? Because why would it be a problem for anyone? That kind yeah. of vibe of like, you know, why have you got such a problem <laughs> with this thing that's so great and normal or whatever? And then it's like, <laughs> and then to say, how could it interrupt you? Or like, how could it disturb you? It's I so... Know. Like, God, don't you just instantly know then you just never need to speak or see this person ever again yeah. in your whole life? Oh, yeah. No, I just don't never. get yeah, it. I think... Oh, my God. What about it? I mean, oh, I know on, like I know some women find it reassuring because it's like, well, because, again, they're looking for confirmation that everything's okay and you weren't even looking mm. for that in your first birth. Like, you knew it was mm. okay. You didn't need someone yeah. to listen and go like, mm, oh, yeah. this number mm. says it's okay. And, yeah. every, and, like, I'm with you, you know, on this. Like, every single time that someone holds that to you, not only is that physically mm. intrusive because it's like, mm. and, again, I see so many women, like, go, oh, yeah, I didn't even notice it was going on. I think yeah, you did on some level, like surely. Yeah, you do. It, it's someone, and the baby, the baby would have <laughs> right. it. It's, oh it's, yeah. It, it like for me, I didn't want it because it like it puts a question in the air instantly. Yeah. Of you, it then does. I just yeah. imagined. Well, I'm going to be waiting, and I'm going to be going. Is it okay? Can I carry on? Is it okay? Or are we going to go somewhere? Or what's you know? It's that yeah. kind of throwing it up into the air, isn't it? And when you were just mm. fine mm. doing it, and oh god, mm. yeah. Sorry, like rant, but it just pisses me off. You're right. Just like yeah. But oh. and, and how have we got to the stage where that is being perceived? You know, doing nothing, going to a birth, and doing nothing unless it's needed is being perceived yeah. as asking Such too much. Ask. I know. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. Just that's nuts. That's definitely how I was left feeling that I was asking too much. And then I think she even said, oh, well, let me know if you want to book him for an appointment. And I was like, <laughs> I was off the phone. I was like, no. On the Away. 25th of I never, like, ever. I was like, it's not happening. God say no. <laughs> Christ. And then, so, yeah, I was, I was definitely feeling a bit shattered after that. And then I started having feelings surface that, Am I trying to find someone for everyone else but myself? Like, yeah. is this actually what I want? Mm. And then I think I'd started talking about, I don't actually want anyone here. 
And that was when mm. I was like, okay, I actually think I'm wanting to have a free birth. Um, but I had messaged another midwife actually prior to being like, yeah, I'm going to have a free birth. Um, and her response was really lovely. And it kind of just like reinstilled to me that there are midwives out there that are happy to just sit back and let you do your thing. Yeah. She, she was very much like, I'm excited to hear that that's what you're wanting. Um, I am quite booked, but we could look at meeting kind of thing. And then eventually, within a few days, she was like, actually, no, we can't take you on board. I don't know if that was her being like, actually, I need to monitor the heart rate. And yeah. I can't take really? you. Yeah. Or, or if she was actually fully booked. I don't know. But yeah. she was, yeah. I liked her response mm. anyway and was like, that's nice. Um, but then I was like, okay, I'm feeling like I actually think I don't want anyone here at all. Mm. Um, if I can't find anyone that's going to be happy to give me what I want, then I'm going to give myself what I want. And that yeah. is. All I wanted was it to just be me and hubby, it to mostly just be us. Um, but then I was like, okay, I actually just want it to be me and my husband and have no one else there. Like, I just want it to be just the two of us. Um, so I started dropping some hints to hubby. I remember, um, Victoria, you had shared <laughs> something about being a secret free birther. And I yes. said to Matt. <laughs> That's it. And then I kept being like, <laughs> I kept being like dropping subtle hints. And initially he was definitely like, could they just be in the other room, babe? And, you know, it was definitely like, yeah. what if they just sat even outside? That's it. And I was like, <laughs> look, we're just going to have to work through this. So it actually took a few hard conversations, yeah. like us, ex- us exploring together, being like, what makes you scared? Mm-hmm. I was like, I've I've worked through what, you know, I'm working through what makes me scared about it. Um, but you also have to, it can't all be on yes. me. Um and I'm really lucky. My my husband's amazing. Like, mm. he's all for what I want to do. It just takes, you know, us communicating back and forward. Um, yeah, so I think after a while, he was like, I was like, look, remember, like, I know this is your baby, but I'm the one that has to birth the baby, and I'm the one that's carrying the baby, and this is actually my experience, and I'm the one that lives with this experience. And I definitely view birth as an experience. Mm. Like, it's not just, like, yeah, it's a whole life-changing experience. So I was mm-hmm. like, yeah. my first birth was as close as I wanted it to be, what it was, but it definitely had some hiccups. And I don't want that this time. I want to be in charge. I want to be the person that's calling the shots. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I just want it to be just us. And eventually he was like, you know what, it is your experience. Um, I just need to support you. And I was like, yeah, 100%. Like, you follow my lead and together we'll together we'll be able to do it. Um, so, yeah, it was a few hard combos and just us, yeah, bouncing off some ideas together. And then he was all for it. He was like, if that's what you want to do, babe, like, I'll back you 100%. Um, so then it was hard going forward. It was like I was still engaging with my midwife, mm-hmm. the one that was leave it, leaving. Um, so she, oh, I think my next appointment, she was like, Oh, we can write your birth story to oh your birth plan together, and then um then the following appointment from that I was meeting with a possible new midwife, mm. and pretty much there was the birth plan, and it was um they're like look everything on the birth plan. There was three midwives in the room, and um she's like everything on the birth plan looks really good. Um the one thing is you know the monitoring, um and I just instantly was like look you're not going to be there long enough to even do any monitoring by the time you get to my birth 
yeah I was kind of like this is what's happening and she was really good she was like oh yeah okay like if that's what you want that's cool um and I was like oh well it was a better response than those other Mm. conversations I had had and then um and then oh my other midwife was like look Chelsea just wants someone to turn up but not boss her around like she doesn't want anyone bossing around I was like this is true um and then I think this is probably the first time I've been so proud of myself for like advocating for myself. Um, my midwife that was leaving was like, we've talked about possible reasons for transfer and then the other midwife asked about meconium and I was like, um, no, like I wouldn't transfer because of meconium. Like I know that that can sometimes mean a baby's in distress, but it also can be completely normal. So mm-hmm. no, I wouldn't be transferring. Mm-hmm. Um so, like, I just remember in that moment saying that in front of three midwives, being like, they know way more than me. I only know, you know, I know only so much. And mm. um, just feeling really proud of myself for, um, yeah, speaking my truth and being like, no, this is what I want. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. That's amazing. Did, yeah. So, I, I was, it was so hard. Like, I remember I had all the nerves going into that appointment, being like, how are we going to navigate this? And then leaving, being like, you did it. Like, you said what you wanted. They know what you want. Um, so yeah, I initially like left that appointment being like, oh, I'm going to have a new, um, have that lady as my midwife if I choose to, like, mm-hmm. it was kind of still on that, that like, if I want a midwife there. Yeah. Um, but then I remember a lot of feelings kept coming up after that appointment. I'm like, actually, no, this is probably where I was like, I think I'm actually leaning towards it now being just me and hubby. Mm. Um, and then fast forward, I went back to an appointment with my midwife that, you know, wasn't actually going to be there for the birth. And she asked me, how did I find the the new midwife? And I said to her, to be honest, I'm leaning towards it just being me and my husband now. Um, But again, like I'd like to have someone if I randomly decided, no, I actually want a midwife there. Or or if I got into labour and was like, hang on, I actually want some support. Mm. I don't know. I just need, I wanted to have that person around or available. Um, and she was like, we know, we, we, we're getting that you're wanting it to be you and your husband. I think we're pretty, like, they understood that that's what I was wanting. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think, yes, yeah, so I continued to see my midwife. She even came around to the house um, to meet my husband. And it was funny because after that conversation about it, that they kind of could see that I was wanting to it to be just me and my husband, mm-hmm. when she came around to the house, um, she kind of had changed her tune a little bit and was like, oh, do you want to know the benefits of having someone here? And Okay. Um, so she left that appointment and I was like, uh-oh, like, is my husband now going to be like, oh, maybe, maybe we should have the mm. midwife. But he, wa- he, he wasn't, thankfully. <laughs> I was like, I was like to him, oh, she definitely changed her tune a little bit. I feel like she's definitely selling us trying to use the phone or calling them. Mm. Um, and then I was can like, you, can oh, I yeah. just ask? Yeah. Sorry. So what yeah. is... What is like the culture and response to free birth where you are? Because it sounds like um, it wasn't such a shock. It, I don't know. Maybe I'm misunderstanding no. a little bit, but it sounds like when you brought it up in the appointment, it wasn't like that until mm. that they might be available on sort of standby yeah. if you did need support. Whereas, yeah, like a bit more sort of fluid and reasonable. Yeah, you people. wouldn't get that here in yeah. the UK. <laughs> yeah, so... No. <laughs> No. There's, yeah there's definitely midwives here that would be like if that's what you want to do that's what you want to do but I won't support you probably um yeah. but I had definitely mm-hmm. chosen the right 
group of midwives right. the second time um, okay. who, who were definitely, their approach to birth was a lot more like, it is normal, it happens, it can mm. happen just a husband and wife. Um, okay. But I do, I, I do know she was like, yeah, she understood that that's what I was wanting and that they, they were supportive of it, but they were also like, um, they were also for, you know, midwifery care and, yeah. and having someone well, there. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So they were like for it, but yeah. Um, and I do know of another friend who's had a free birth and her group of midwives, um, she had also mentioned her ideal situation was to free birth. Mm-hmm. And um, they were like super for it. Like okay. she even asked them, what is, mm-hmm. what is your thoughts on free birth? And they mm-hmm. were like, go for it like wow, so yeah gosh, my yeah. my team were definitely the right group of midwives to have mm. these conversations with though so that was nice it was mm. still hard for me to do that and have those combos of but course. um yeah I was very happy with my choice um of midwives the second time around yeah. um yeah so then yeah so that when she turned up to the house she kind of had been like look like um yeah she was even kind of like a guide in a way like we had talked about because my first labour being quite quick, what if my second labour's the same? Um, she'd even kind of talked to me about, like, what to do if a baby was floppy. And, like, she was actually mm-hmm. like a guide. So okay. I really loved her, but she was the one that was going away. So um, Oh, yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, so then I think the next appointment, oh, hubby was still all on board for it just being us. And then the next appointment was with my new midwife. And mm-hmm. by this stage, I was well and truly... Nearing, nearing the end of my pregnancy um and it took me the whole pregnancy to kind of slowly step away um but she came she came That's over and, yeah she came over um to the house and she we just talked and I said to her look I am really wanting it just to be hubby and I but like I do know maybe like if I got into labor and felt that something was off or that I all of a sudden wanted some support or to have someone present like I will let you know but again like I'm more leaning towards it just being me and my husband and yeah like I will call you if I need you um and then I kind of said I didn't want any more appointments going forward because you know I wasn't going to be having a sweep there's no chats of induction they knew all of this um she kind of asked when the line in the sand would be for going over and I Mm. just said honestly we're not even going to talk about it like we won't be having any of these combos until well past 42 weeks. Like, let's mm. not even, it's not happening. Do they and don't even have, going, yeah, like they don't have any legal requirements there then, do they, in terms of like number of weeks they could support you or uh, baby's position, no, any kind of stuff they like would, that? After 42 weeks, I think, because um, I was so like, that would be when I would start to be more open to combos. I wouldn't have been jumping into an induction or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But I'd be more open to being like, I'll go get a scan. I'll see how everything's going, mm-hmm. um, kind of thing like that, if, if, if it came to that. But I didn't think it would. I was very, very ready mm-hmm. to have a baby by that stage. And mm-hmm. I was feeling all the, you know, all the pressure down there. And my body yeah. was like telling me that she was close. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah, that there was definitely probably midwives that start to get on your case a bit sooner than 42 weeks. Oh, but, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, I think New, New Zealand, they can be pretty like, if you're going to advocate for yourself, you can, mm-hmm. you know, you can work the system a bit better. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, so she kind of asked when the line in the sand would be. And then we we had a joke about um, if I'm still pregnant when the other midwife comes back from holiday, she'll be, like, a little bit stressed, which was a joke because I would definitely not be pregnant by then. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, so 
I pretty much told her after that, I was like, look, I don't, I don't think I want any more appointments. Um, it's so close to my baby being born. And I just want to have this time with my husband and my, and my firstborn. And just like, I just don't want to have to have people over. And yeah, I was just wanting to step away and just mm. fully trust that it was going to be me and hubby on the day. Mm. And I kind of needed to like step away from appointments with them because I felt like the more appointments I had, the more I was being like, she even, because yeah, she even offered, um, she said, you could call me and I'll sit outside in my car. Like, mm. I'm quite happy to read a book outside in the car while you're in labor. And I was like, lovely offer. I was like, yep, that's really nice of you to even offer that. But um, I knew if I didn't step away and didn't trust the process, I was going to shoot myself in the foot. Like, that mm. was how I was kind of going about it in those last few weeks. That's such uh like... I really want to just pick up on that because I think having that last little thread hooking us into mm. the system and that external reassurance is really a strong, mm. powerful thread. And to make just to cut that final tie mm. is such a big deal. And I think, yeah, just really giving yourself space to mm. you can't rely on anybody else mm. I mean you can't really yeah. anyway mm. yeah and it's that sort of illusion isn't it with that thread of of just yeah no it's I love it yeah I love so, that you made that conscious move to I have to do this yeah. now yeah so it was funny you say that because I remember speaking to a girlfriend and I was like oh she's offered to wait in the car and I'm just like I was trying to like bounce some ideas off with her. She's never had a free birth or anything, but she's just a good listening ear and was always very supportive of mm. me talking about free birth. Um, and she was like, oh, maybe you take her up on that. And I was like, girlfriend, you're meant to be saying the opposite. <laughs> yeah. You're meant to be saying, well, you trust Was it? But no, like, I told hubby and then I was like, oh, she has offered to sit in the car. And I was like, but I just, I said to hubby, I was like, I just can't shoot myself in the foot. I can't have someone out there waiting and knowing that they're there being on a timeline I was like it's not happening and mm-hmm. um, if we're doing it mm-hmm. we're doing it it's just us and yeah so mm-hmm. that was kind of I had to step away and I was like no I know that was for the best like I yeah. needed that break from seeing them talking to them yeah um yeah and I think she actually came mess- about them yeah <laughs> she messaged me on my due date actually and she was like thinking of you which was really nice and I was I was just like, thank you. I'm all good. I hope you're <laughs> not in I the think, car. Yeah. <laughs> and then I think I was over over by this stage and she was like, I'm coming into town tomorrow. Do you want an appointment? And I was like, no, thank you. I'm fine. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I was like, I'm not having any more appointments. I'm in full. I'm having a free birth mode and it's just me and my husband. So, yeah. Um, yeah, so we were getting to about 40 and four I think and 40 and five <laughs> days with Persia and 40 and six with Sai so mm-hmm. pretty much my body got to that stage and it's ready to go mm-hmm. um and then I woke up to having some cramps the same as I did with my first and I was like it's baby day I was quite mm-hmm. adamant that she was going to be born that day I was like based on my first time I know it can be different but I was like I have a feeling it's just it's her birthday today um yeah so then I woke up having cramps went to the toilet again similar I had more of my mucus plug this time around I kind of lost it over a few days um Mm. prior compared to last time I'm pretty sure it was just you know that one day um and then yeah I was just having cramps my toddler woke up and 
we were, yeah, me and hubby were in the kitchen having bricky, just talking about how excited we were that today was the day or, mm-hmm. yeah, she's going to be here soon anyway. Um, and, yeah, then pretty much going forward, we just potted about our day. I was like, we're just going to have a chill day at home. I had really wanted her to be born or, like, to have labour with my son at home mm. um, and not on a on a daycare day. So it wasn't a daycare day. So mm. I was so stoked. I was like, he's going to be around for the birth, hopefully, yeah. if unless it goes into the mm. nighttime, you know, and she's yeah. he's in bed. Mm. Um, but I really wanted him to be present. Um, so, yeah, we just potted about the house. It was a real nice sunny day. It's spring over here in New Zealand. Um, and we had the doors open and I was just bouncing on the ball and, yeah, just chilling out. Um, I think lunchtime rolled around and everything was still very mild at that stage. I put my son to sleep. He had his little lunchtime nap. Mm. Um, I think by the time he woke up from his nap, I was definitely having to think about my surges a bit more and, um, yeah, work through and breathe and stuff like that. But again, it was still early on. Like I was like, I could still chat with him and play with him and stuff like that. Mm. Um, I think. I had decided to take off my underwear so I could just go to the toilet, labour freely. And that was, again, one of the perks Mm. of it, just being me and my husband. I was like, I honestly just, we just shut the curtains and it was Mm. just, yeah, nice and cosy and I could just be as free as I wanted to be. Yeah. Um, Yeah, and on the day, there was just no questions that it was just me and hubby. Like, even from him, I asked him afterwards, it's like, on the day, was there ever a time where you wanted someone else there? And he was like, nah. Like, he was like, it was so meant to be just that. Oh, so that was really cool. Yeah. And then, so what happened after that? Um, Yeah, we I just set up some Play-Doh for Cy and was trying to keep him entertained. <laughs> I was bouncing on my ball. Um, I was sitting on the toilet and doing a lot of labour on the toilet, just trying to have, you know, gravity help her. Mm-hmm. And... Yeah, I was just roaming around the house, really, just in labour. Um, yeah, just normal life. I don't, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I think I had, yeah, an ice block. I don't really feel like eating when I'm in labour for some reason. Mm. I don't know. I just I just don't. Like, I'm just too on no, me. I didn't. Probably, yeah, mm. just too excited. Yeah, I just I think my body just sort of shut down a bit. I don't know about you. It just sort of felt like, oh, yeah. no, I don't want to do other things. I'm doing this. Mm. I'm too into this. Yeah, so, a bit, bit yeah. busy. busy. Yeah. <laughs> Don't digest mm. something now. Yeah. yeah. And how old so is, is Sai at this um, stage? Yeah, so he's only two and a bit. So Oh, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. He's, mm. I, there was, we had multiple conversations about having him there, but mm. we we don't really send him off anywhere. So we didn't really have anyone that we could send him off to. And mm. because I was adamant, it was just me and my husband, I didn't really want to bring anyone into my space. So, yeah, sure. Um, mm. Also, he's not close enough to anyone that if they were here that it would help he'd like, be happy he yeah would be coming, that's the thing he'd be yeah. coming to me or his dad so yeah. we were like anyone is just an extra it's just a yeah. spectator like there's no point mm. having anyone there there was definitely times I was like is this the right move he's only <laughs> two like I'd heard of kids or oh, everyone recommending like when they're that young to have someone but I was like we don't have anyone that yeah. is gonna like add yeah. positivity to that. yeah, yeah. Like I have a few girl, a few girlfriends, and yeah, my sister and stuff. But it's just it would change the dynamics of our birth space quite a bit. Absolutely, so, yeah. yeah. 
And I'd already fought so hard to be like, no one else is going to be here. Mm. I was like, we'll just, we'll work it. We'll make it work. That's it. Was it, it nice was- though? Like, you know, because it does feel so beautifully like normal and you're just setting up Play-Doh and he's just kind of having to play. Was it quite nice to almost have a bit of a distraction of, I just have to still yeah. kind of do things with him a little yeah. bit? Yeah. I yeah. certainly found Definitely. that. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. In those early, mm. early stages, that was definitely how I felt. Um. Yeah, like we were just doing life. Like I actually had the birth playlist and stuff on in the morning, but eventually, like the t- the TV had to come on. Yeah, so I needed something to watch, and it was yeah. like it was just all so familiar. Like it was just mm. like he he was chilling, he was watching TV. <laughs> Mum and Dad were like having moments of it, just being us, and hubby yeah. doing some really good hip squeezes on me and stuff mm. like that. Um, yeah, so he was kind of pottering. But you around. know what, though. <laughs> Sorry. No, you're right. <laughs> but in and all over the place tonight. Yeah, I love it. Um, but I think it's a really it's a really important transition and rite of passage for the children as well, because it's that expansion of the family, isn't mm. it? And it's they need to be a part of seeing you expand yeah. bit by bit <laughs> by bit. Mm. And if you and, and there's nothing wrong with obviously children not being there, mm. but I just think it it's really interesting when they are a part of that expansion because they they've been a part of the pregnancy so far they'll have seen you growing and then Mm. they're just kind of yeah doing their thing pottering around doing play-doh whatever but also they can sense something's going on um yeah Yeah. just it's that rite of passage isn't it they're becoming an older sibling and that's really big yeah 100% and and honestly I felt that with my dog the first time I was like (laughs) I wanted I wanted my dog at my first like I wanted to be at home where my dog was so he could see that we're not just bringing home a baby yeah and it was the same with stuff with side but obviously he's my child I was like (laughs) I want him to be a part of it so that he doesn't just wake up and he's like here's a sibling I I was so set I was just hoping she would come before he had to go to bed to be honest I was like I really wanted him to be there and I get that he might like I don't know he might not remember but I don't know I just I just needed him there and yeah. him to be a part of it. it was really mm. special. So like you say, it, it's our mm. family dynamics changing and mm. having him there and witness it was just awesome. So, yeah. Yeah. So then, yeah, we were just pottering around home and what else had happened? So me and hubby, by this stage, I think it was about, say, 3 p.m. and me and hubby were in our, in our bedroom and I was um, – our bed's quite high up, so I was kind of just like leaning my upper body on on, on the bed and standing up, um, and just letting a bit of gravity help. And I remember those were quite some really hard surges to work through. But I was like, "You've got this." Um, and then I would go from being like up on the bed to down on all fours on the ground. Harry was doing some really nice hip squeezes. I think I, in some point of the labour, had gone in the shower again and just had a bit of um, water pressure. We decided not to set up a pool this time, just purely because we have a toddler. And I was like, if we had a big pool in the lounge, would that's he be true, trying actually. To yeah, it's a good yeah. point. It'd be like you'd, you'll come back and it's just full of like ducks or whatever. Yeah, cars. Probably. Yeah, or he's like, trying to jump in. Or... <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, or he's in it already, going like, hi. <laughs> so yeah, yeah we decided not. Yeah, we decided not to do that. Um, and again. I, Obviously, because I didn't get the water birth the first time, I was like, I'm more than capable of not having a baby in water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If, mm. I, if, if I want water, I've got my bathtub. If I really wanted to birth in yeah. here, 
Um, obviously, yeah. it's quite narrow, but I would make it work. I would if, if that was what I wanted. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we were like pretty into it now, and like things were getting definitely more intense. And I yeah had a shower, I had some water pressure on my back, and then I just got out, went back into the bedroom. Um, and it was yeah really nice how we brought in some candles into the room because obviously in the lounge there was no candles and there was some yeah. you know toddler toddler shows playing in the background so it was quite nice to just be <laughs> yeah. yeah have a little moment just me and hubby with the candles and him yeah doing mm-hmm. hip squeezes and um it was it was really weird I feel like I didn't notice the sensations of like feeling the need to push as much this time I don't know if it's just because I was just so much more like relaxed and stuff but all of a sudden I was like hang on like my I'm I'm sounding different like my noises are changing things are feeling different actually I think I'm starting to feel a bit pushy again I think it's just that initial like it's coming up and I'm like yeah I just didn't notice the transition into that quite as quickly yeah and so I was definitely starting to feel a little bit pushy at that stage um so I came in the room and Oh, he was so cute. He was trying to put my dressing gown on me. He was Aww. kissing my back. Um, <laughs> and he kept going, Mama K, Mama K, like asking Aww. if I'm all right. Um, I was obviously really struggling to give him attention at that stage, but I did my best in between things mm. to just be like, hey, Baba, it's all good, and give him a cuddle, give him a kiss, yeah. give him some attention. Um, I remember I was on all fours and he was, standing on my calf muscle and pushing on my back. <laughs> right. Oh, all, I could, oh, all I could think was, oh, my gosh, this is hard work, but you're doing it. Wow. Like, doing it. Oh, it's motherhood, yeah. isn't it? Gosh. Having one baby and you're the kid's yeah. climate. Because <laughs> oh, Hubby was so in his zone. Like, and I, I said to Hubby, also, I was like, I don't want to tell Sai not to do something. I was like, let's just let him have the day and do whatever he wants because, I don't want him to get wound yeah. up and then be annoyed, yeah. and, and yeah. That, yeah, I don't want anything to like make me feel stressed or because yeah. as soon as he's crying, like my body's like, I need to comfort him. And, That's it. So yeah, yeah. We, I just let so, I just let him climb all over me. To be honest, um, <laughs> and there was one stage he was so funny. So I was on all fours and he peeked through my bum and he was like, "Mama poo," and we were just like. <laughs> This was actually earlier on, and I could laugh at that stage, and I was like, oh, my gosh, what are we doing? We're just having a baby over here. And my toddler just so, my yeah. leads, say, Mama Poo, and oh, yeah. so funny. Um, yeah, oh, so God. then pretty much going forward, um, so I definitely was starting when we were in the bedroom, getting a little bit like Mama, Mama, and wanting like lots of attention and cuddles. Yeah. And I was like, maybe we make it, make our way back into the lounge where yeah. we've got the TV and we can just do, um, yeah, we'll make our way back into the lounge. So we went yeah. into the lounge and again, different to last time, there was no no music going or anything like that. The, it was dim though. The room was nice and dim. And oh, nice. so I was, you know, happily sitting watching a movie and, um, I was just on all fours and we had the puppy pads down and stuff like that. Um, and yeah, me and hubby were just chatting and I was like, yeah, I'm definitely like definitely feeling pushy now. Um, and then, yeah, so I kind of, so I was also born like right near the couch. So I was kind of in that exact spot and oh, I was, right. um, yeah, like I had, again, had my upper body on the couch and I was on my knees. Um, and just, yeah, working through, breathing um, her down. And then I kind of curled up into the corner of the couch now because 
so I was sitting right there and he was again like lying on me on my upper back and stuff but I was like I honestly couldn't think about it at that stage I was like I'm so deep into Mm. trying to push her out now um Mm. so yeah I was just breathing her down breathing her down and then me and hubby were just having little chats like in between obviously because I was getting more of a break um and at one stage I I remember saying to her mommy's getting tired now like come on girlfriend let's let's do this yeah um and Hubby's, I said to Hubby, can you like see anything? And he's like, no, babe, not not yet. And I was like, oh, yeah. damn it. Mm. Um, I, I just, and then I think it wasn't long after mm. I said, I, I, I can feel she's close. Like, I know she's close. But I don't know if it was because, you know, there was no midwife or anyone to like be like, yeah. Or I don't know, maybe I was wanting Hubby to like have a peek. I don't know what I was really wanting in that stage. But I was like, I swear she's close to being born. I just need to keep going. Like, yep. I don't know. I could feel her mm. descending. but a little bit maybe I was like questioning if it was happening like I don't know um so yeah I remember asking or saying to hubby is she close he was like she she was probably coming babe um and then I was kind of starting to get aware that it was getting a little bit later in the evening and I was thinking so it's gonna have to go to bed soon like I really hope she comes soon and I was like look I'm gonna do some a bit more forceful pushing um and see see what it does um and then because my waters hadn't broken or anything like mm-hmm. that. Um, mm-hmm. And then, so, yeah, I think hubby was, cry- yeah, I was still on the couch on all fours. I had my knees in and, like, my calves out and all that to try to keep my pelvis open. Um, and then I did a much, yeah, more, a little bit more forceful push. And um, it was funny. So there was obviously, like, a little bit of blood and, you know, membrane or whatever sit- sitting there alongside of poo. And all I could feel was the poo. And I oh, was no. just like... I think I was trying to tell Hubby to like grab it, but he didn't quite get the memo. So I just had to tolerate that. I had no. to go right there. Um, but it was, it was quite it's funny. Yeah. That's what I mean. This was not like some beautiful, like, it was just me and Hubby chatting and like having a laugh. Um, I go to, I go to, well, what can you see? And then he took a photo and he shows me. And I no. was like, oh it was so funny I just remember being in the moment being like he's taking a photo of my behind and then he he was like I don't know what it is it could be a bit of the placenta or something and I was like thinking in my head no babe it's not the placenta I didn't have the words at that stage to you know tell him I was like it's just some blood don't worry like it's all good he's like okay yeah and then so he's still just like watching and sides right beside me and obviously I was roaring by this stage so so I was literally roaring with me and I was like this is just everything like he was going he was literally roaring like a lion and and also like going yeah it was literally like a little cheerleader right beside yeah. me and he was yeah just like right there um and then I think I did the next push and hubby's like could definitely see the head bulge um mm. through like my my butt and yeah my um vagina and he was like yep babe she's coming like she's there and in that moment I was like yep okay we're doing it now like mm. I don't know if I'd been questioning if it was happening before <laughs> that or what I was just you know I was so in birth land that I was just like working through things mm. um and then yeah the next push yeah her head was definitely starting to come out um hubby was there and he was cheering me on so I was cheering me on um and yeah she her head came out really really slowly 
Um, and yeah, I've obviously we've taken a video and I got to watch this time, which I really mm. wanted the first time, but again, with okay. the stress, I didn't get to see that. Um, but I love like I love watching it back. Like I could literally see her head coming out and my perineum just having that moment to like literally expand and stretch. Yeah. Um mm-hmm. and yeah, she came out with her head and then Tubby's like, yep, her head's out. And I'm like, yep, I know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, worry, I'm, yeah. I'm on board now. <laughs> uh, and then I think the next push, um, he's like, her, her hand's coming out. And I was like, oh, wow, okay, her hand's coming oh, out. Okay. So yeah. she had a little yeah. it, up by her face. Hat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, up by yeah, her that's face, it. Yeah. on her face. Um, mm. And then after that, yeah, she pretty much just slid on out mm-hmm. after that. Um, have, we hadn't really had a chance to grab any towels, so Hubby <laughs> was trying to, like, catch her in his hands, but she also, she definitely had a little bum smack on the ground, but um, she was fine, honestly. We weren't yeah. too far from the ground. Mm. Um, yeah, so yeah. We, we joked, he caught her mostly. Um, mostly caught and her, then, yeah. Yeah, yeah mostly, <laughs> mostly caught her. And then, yeah, so initially I heard a bit of, like, gar- like gurgling, so I, because mm. I, he, he was catching her and I wasn't, um, I said, oh, flip her over, babe. Can you, like, drain drain everything? Flip her over and pass her through mm. through my legs. Um, so he did. Mm. And then she just started crying straight away. And it was mm. so loud. I was like, yay. That's exactly what I wanted to hear. Because mm. um, out of all the fears I had to work through, I think um, her needing, like, any help once she was born was probably, like, my biggest fear. Yeah, and sure. Pure, yeah, that, out of all of the things, that was the one thing that was like I had to really work through it. And I remember like researching what I would do, mm. um, asking some free birth groups like um, what did they have, what did they do kind of thing. And, um, yeah, what, having to watch some hard videos as well yeah. um, to know that mm. in that moment if she did need me that I'd know what to do. Um, again, I'd also watched many videos of seeing how long it actually could take for some mm. babies to come to and that you're not to rush um, mm. and to give them a little bit of time. Um, but for her to come out screaming, just like I did, I was like, mm. yay, that's like music to my ears. Mm. Um, and, yeah, so then I placed her on my chest and I think I told her to go grab some towels. Um, I was very quick to, like, snap out of, oh, my God, we just did it, to, Sai, come look, baby sister's here. Um, yeah, because he was a little bit unsure after that. Um, so, yeah, we were just doing some skin to skin and I was telling Sai to come and see her and how he yeah, went, to got, went and got a towel and I was just giving her a little bit of a rub. But um, it was funny because I thought about it afterwards. I was like, because she was a little bit gurgly, I was like, should I have given her a little suck? But then I was also, I had read in a book, not to do things you don't need to do. Mm. And she was crying. So I was mm. like, I was glad that I didn't because I was like, I didn't want to do anything that I didn't need to do. Yeah. But then she was a little bit um, murkacy for a few days. But honestly, it wasn't bad enough. And yeah. I, I'm still happy that I didn't do anything I didn't need to do. But mm. I did think maybe if I had given her a little bit of a, you know, a face suck, she might have not had so much gunk 
those few days oh, after no, but, Yeah, it's funny. God, you know, I, I, exact same thing happened with me. And because I remember my daughter came out and she sounded a little bit bubbly. Mm. But I had that same thinking, that thought process too. Because I think actually when you're like preparing a free birth and you're, you're watching the videos and mm. you've seen all the things, mm. it's almost like sometimes you can make yourself think that you have to do these things that you mm. see. And almost that idea mm. of like, you know, oh, yes, I'm going to be fully primal woman. And as soon as my baby's born, I'm going to yeah. suction out all this fluid and spit it to yeah. the floor and stuff. And it's like, it's just this thing we can't even see. And like, you don't, you don't have to do that if you don't feel like you've got to, but you almost start to feel like maybe I do because it's like yeah. the whole yeah. like raw, I am, you know, birth woman. Yeah, yeah. But I had that too. I remember I'm dying. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I know. I remember sitting there thinking like, ooh, should I or shouldn't I? I don't know. I kind of, maybe I should, but I don't know if I feel it's necessary. And I just sort of sat there for ages. Yeah, and, yeah my husband was a bit like, yeah, she sounds a bit, is she okay? It's like, yeah, I think she's fine. And like, but then I didn't, yeah, I just didn't feel the need. But then some, I know. Yeah. she's fine. Yeah. And yeah, I, I, just, I just kept saying, yeah, I was like, she's crying. I think you'd know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like, she's crying. Yeah. She was well and truly crying. She was very loud right from the go. So I was like, no, yeah. she's fine. Yeah. Um, yeah, so then we just kind of, I kind of just sat there and admired her and rubbed her a little bit just with the towel and covered her up. And mm. it was really awkward stage because it was size bedtime by this stage. So oh, yeah. it was it was very short-lived with, yeah. I was like, okay, we are going to call and invite the midwife into our space now. Mm-hmm. Um, we had talked mm-hmm. about whether or not we do, um, like we had talked, so say all is well, which we kind of knew it would be, mm-hmm. do we just wait till the next day? Mm-hmm. But we did just decide, let's just do it. Um, they can do some checks and then they can just, you know, leave. It'll be yeah. fine. Um, but it actually worked out really well because hubby had to put side of bed, so um, yeah, I just pu- pushed out our baby headquarter and then he was off putting inside a bed and I <laughs> yeah. was all alone. So, yeah, you can't really um, do bedtime together, can you? Like you've just pushed a yeah, baby out. No, you know? no, I couldn't imagine getting up and going in, there, in that room. No, no. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, hubby started putting inside a bed and he was making sure I was all good. He obviously got me uh, my dressing mm-hmm. gown and he's like, you're right now. Like, I'm just going to go put inside a bed and so I was getting a little bit worked up too. So I was like, yeah, yeah. let's just get him off. Yeah. I'm like, sorry, Sai, I know you've seen the baby, but now it's bedtime. Yeah, <laughs> mate. Okay. Um, off he went. And he was like, he was going to bed and he's like, baby, baby. And I was like, oh. Aww. Aww. I was just so glad. That, in the morning. Yeah, yeah that's I was it. just so glad, yeah, that he had got to, you know, Aww, see her. So yeah, that was definitely. Cool. Um, yeah. Mm. So having called the midwife and initially he goes, Oh, he just rang her and was like, um, oh, we've had our baby. Um, did you want to pop over? And she was a little bit like, oh, you've had her? Because obviously I hadn't texted her. I hadn't let her know I was in labor. Mm. I hadn't done mm. any of that. Um, mm. So he did go, oh, she um, sounds like a BITCH. <laughs> and I was like, oh, she's not. Like, she's actually not. She's probably just probably just a little bit surprised. Um, yeah. But, yeah, she's she's not. She's actually really lovely. Um <laughs> And then, so, yeah, she, she. I thought maybe it would just be her that would turn up, but she obviously went and got her second as well. Oh, okay. um, so they turned up and, yeah, and they were honestly so lovely. They came okay. in, they were really quiet. They just sat on the couch and um, they asked how it went and um, offered to, like, go get me a cup of tea and stuff like that. Um, and then, yeah, so going forward after that, we were just having skin to skin um, and then... I think we cut the cord after that. And in hindsight, I probably should have waited for hubby, but I also didn't know how long he was going to be 
in the room putting side of bed because so I can take a hot minute to go to sleep. Yeah. Um, Especially and when he's just witnessed like, a birth. Yeah. Yeah. And I was kind of like, oh, maybe we just do it because I know I could w- have waited as long as I really wanted, but yeah. also I didn't want the midwives there for that long. Like I kind of yeah. wanted them to come in, uh, yeah, leave, yeah. and then me and, then me and mm. hubby can just be on our own. So yeah. um, we cut the cord. It had been a good hour, I think, mm-hmm. cut the cord. And then um, – Oh, we tied it with a moko tie. So in New Zealand, um, that's a mouldy like um, tie that you can use, um, and it had like a beautiful um, mouldy stone on there. So that oh. was quite cool um, oh, and special. Nice, and that was yeah, bought to me, bought for me from a girlfriend of mine. So that was cool. Oh. Um, so yeah, we tied tied oh. and cut the cord, and then um, I think we it got to yeah, birthing my placenta and. I had tried giving it a little push, but it wasn't ready. Mm-hmm. Um, so we w- we waited a good half an hour longer, I think. Um, and then, yeah, I think I sat on the edge of the couch and got little mist latched on, and then and then managed to push my placenta out. And then I actually felt so much better once it was out. I don't mm-hmm. know if it was just because I had a bit of the mm. post um, post birth shakes, you know, like yeah, all yeah. that adrenaline afterwards. Yeah. Um, and then I got to just get cozy on the couch and sit there and hubby was out at that stage he actually was present for me birthing my placenta so that was nice nice um yeah and then pretty much the midwives that I said to them would you like to do any quick checks and then they're like it's up to you Chelsea and I was like oh let's just get the checks done and then you guys can you know um head off so yeah we did the quick checks and then they were out the door and it was just um Hubby and I able to sit there and so I was asleep and we could enjoy our baby. Oh, um, yeah. Amazing. Really awesome milk. Yeah, <laughs> I bet, yeah. Because how old is she yeah. now? So she's four weeks. Four weeks, yeah, goodness. Yeah, on, fr- on, fr- on Friday. Yeah. Wow, gosh. You look so you well. You do. You look incredible. Oh, like you. four weeks yeah. postpartum. I mean, God, I think I was still in bits with my first after uh, that. But it's a whole different ball game. I think when you've had a birth like that, it's just, yeah, it just fitted into your life so much, didn't it, really? Yeah. And then you're, I think yeah. you're then better able to just fit back into life yourself, really. Yeah. I mean, it's obviously good mm. to rest. I'm not saying you've got to bounce back into yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. But like, yeah, you know, you just feel a bit more just kind of comfortable, I suppose. But yeah, so I mean, how have you found everything since then? How's life been for your kind yeah. of postpartum now, like versus like last time? Do you feel like there's quite a difference? Yeah, I do actually. Um, I feel like my pelvic floor and core feels so much better this time around. Oh, great. Um, yeah, compared mm. to the first. And I think that's just purely because I've learned to connect with it better mm-hmm. during my postpartum with my first. Yeah. Um, I actually experienced quite a bit of incontinence after my birth of Sai. Okay. And a lot of pain, mm. yeah, pain and discomfort in my like pelvic floor, mm. um, yeah, after sight. And yeah, I don't know if that's just because it was my first, and mm. now I'm just yeah, my body's changed and it's more I'm more aware of things. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I felt so much better this time around, and just even like walking afterwards and all of that kind of stuff was a lot easier this time around. Amazing. Um, yeah. Mm. Also, like my bleeding this time around was much less than last time that's great yeah i mean sure if she wants Mm. oh yeah (laughs) that's 
Uh, you really talked last time about yeah there was that kind of rush towards the end I guess and then I think with that Mm. there is that kind of perhaps physical kind of oomph feeling and I think maybe that can put a lot of strain on our bodies I guess and just with this time around you just didn't have any of that you just had nothing but time and no one around to expect anything otherwise so that's great so yeah I think there is probably it follows that there'd be a different second time around but yeah oh that's great I definitely think um your birth does like follow into your postpartum so yeah. like I would yeah, like I still sure. felt a high after sigh and stuff like that um, but this mm-hmm. time around it was so much more like yeah it was just the beautiful like welcome she deserved and mm. it was such a healing birth for me to be able to do it just me and my husband and just fully get what I wanted really like yeah. just no no one there you know just me and my husband working through it it was just so normal like you say like it was just, yeah, me and my husband being a team and, mm. yeah, so mm. I'm just really, it was a really healing, healing experience for me. Um, so, yeah, and just all, it was more about the journey to get to the free birth too for mm. me than the actual birth as well. Like mm. it took took me so many hard conversations and me like setting boundaries and, yeah, just all of those things. Um, so, yeah, I was just really proud that I followed through and, yeah yeah it's amazing yeah I love that I love that it's such a good story and I it really sticks with me I wrote it down because you said that there was a point where you decided to give yourself what you wanted and I think that's so like what I get from your story mm. it's just a point where you were just like I'm not going to get that from someone else I don't feel like I'm getting that yeah. from anywhere else so but then you realized you know you mm. could get it from you you know you you could do yeah. it and then you bloody got it you know and and then what a great feeling to have done that because that just follows on and carries on throughout your whole rest mm. of life I think I think it gives yeah. you more confidence oh, to do yeah. everything from like mothering even to just everything doesn't yeah. it you know yeah, it definitely, like, I think birth, like, just takes you on, like, a whole high and it really does make you realise, like, what you want in life and that, yeah, like, to advocate for yourself and to set boundaries and to, yeah, like, have hard conversations mm. and do the work do the work that's needed to, um, yeah, like, you have to work, you can't just dream about it, you have to, like, put the work in behind the scenes and stuff. Oh, God, um, yeah. 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 Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I love that. You're you're a not so secret free birther now though. And what was yeah. the reception like yeah. from other people? Like once they knew and heard your story, like what were friends and family yeah, so thinking? I told my my sister was the first person I told and um she was the one that was like definitely not for it yeah. initially. Um and she was actually really good. She was like, I'm glad you got it and you did it and your baby's fine. <laughs> yeah. Um, I was like, Yeah, my baby was always gonna be fine, <laughs> but um Yeah. And then the rest, like my girlfriends, they were all just like so proud. There was definitely, mm-hmm. I had talked, I talked to certain people about it, mm-hmm. but there was definitely people I hadn't brought it up with, um, yeah. purely just to protect my peace during pregnancy. Oh, yeah. Um, and it also took me a while to get to that stage. And I'm not even going to lie, I never thought I'd be the type to to even think about having a birth without a midwife or yeah. I didn't even really know it was a thing initially. Um but yeah, after yeah, my first experience and also just seeing how capable I was at birth, like I kept telling myself if if I hadn't have had a midwife at my first birth, so I would have been born and he would have been born fine. And like those little disruptions yeah. with the heart rate and stuff like that, they were just unnecessary like stress brought to his birth. So mm. I just kept reminding myself, I did it once before, it was fine and I can do it again, but this time on my own terms. 
Um, so yeah, like, yeah, it was just a really amazing experience. And I'm just so glad that I like worked through all my fears that I had and mm. I had the conversations I needed to have. And even if it took me a while to get to that space, I did it. And yeah, I was just really proud of myself for the whole journey, I suppose. Yeah. Um, and yeah, just following through and just, yeah. Yeah, it was amazing. Oh, that's so good. I'm so like happy for you. Yeah, I I feel like in the beginning, like when you were talking about going through that time of feeling really upset and talking to midwife and everything, I feel Mm. like that's when I saw your stories. I feel Mm. like there was a point. I feel like I because I I feel like I remember you writing something like, "Oh, I'd like to free birth, but," and I think I might have stuck my oar in and and said something, or even just thought to myself like, "Oh," because I remember writing that post too about like, "Are you a secret free birth?" Because it's those people it it's like god if you're sat there thinking like oh i'd like to free birth but like look at the yeah. butt look into the butt like explore yeah. it and stuff mm-hmm. and like because because you never know you know yeah you might not end up free birthing and that's fine but i think mm. definitely don't like if you are yeah that it's that like if you've got that inkling like oh my god like follow it and look into yeah. it because you never know yeah. where that could go and like i'm so glad yeah. you did you know <laughs> When it first surfaced, um, I think I was just too scared to explore that. And then so it took a while before I did. And, like, I remember going and following both your guys' accounts and being like, I'm going to fill my head with all the positivity and I'm going to research all the things. And it was after that 20-week appointment, I yeah, I went and followed both of your guys' accounts. Mm -hmm. I read through, like, multiple posts um, and, like, yeah, and went and, you know, joined a Facebook group. Yes. I went and downloaded a book about – Home Birth on Your Own Terms by mm. Heather Baker or something. Oh, yeah, Started yeah. reading that. Mm. It had all, like, the possible scenarios. Listening to you guys' podcasts, so Woo! doing all the things, yeah. yeah. Honestly, I feel so privileged to even be, like, speaking on here. I remember sitting on my birth ball, like, listening to episodes and being like, imagine if that could be me. Like, I've had oh, my no birth way. now. And now Yay! I'm... I'm <laughs> I'm now so I'm good. on the Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm, I'm all oh. for, like, yeah, manifesting what you want. And, um, yeah, like, I even wrote myself letters about, like, I wrote myself a letter about wanting to free birth and the feelings I was having about it um, mm. way, way before I was, like, I'm doing it kind of thing. Like, I was, like, this is coming up. This is how I feel. I didn't think I'd be the type of person to be having a free birth. Um and the fact that like, I just felt like it was almost like a calling, like mm. towards it, like, yeah, it just started coming up more and more for me. I'm like, why is this coming up so much? Mm. Why am I constantly mm. thinking about how nice it would be for it just yeah. to be me and my husband? Definitely. So, yeah. Oh, amazing god i hope everyone listening to this is like taking notes and yeah i know that yeah. they're going to be what i love is that i really hope there are other women sat on their birth ball bouncing up and down listening to your story yes, same, so thinking, the cycle. That's it. That's yeah. it. i literally remember i remember like there was topics that you guys are talking about and i was like oh yes like i could just relate to this and oh, it just amazing. resonates so much yeah. and just being so heavily pregnant and just feeling so inspired <laughs> Um, so yeah, I love your podcast, guys. It's awesome. Oh God, and, yeah, I love your story. Got a, yeah, yeah. I'm so honoured that you come on and share with oh, us. Yeah. It's a, you know our pleasure. Mm. It definitely has a ripple effect. I think hearing people's yeah. stories and yeah. Definitely. awesome well thank you so much for like continuing that yeah like because it will it will have a knock-on effect to other people undoubtedly you know I think we hear stuff for a reason don't we and then I think it's Mm. so lovely because yeah Mm. not only is this an amazing story but it's like 
it's proof that putting the work in and and the intention and like you say, kind of you know visualizing it and really having that strong connection to it, and then this is where mm-hmm. you know you can end up being. And yeah. yeah, what a very like inspiring one. And I love this too. This is going to be the story I'm going to share with everyone when they say like, oh, I'm not really sure if having a kid at the birth is a good idea. And I'm like, oh, listen to yeah. this one because that's such <laughs> a great insight into that too. I love that. That's really great. He he was really good for the oxytocin. He was yeah. kissing me, rubbing my yeah. back. Um, yeah, he definitely brought some mm. laughs as well. So that's it. Oh, they got they do. Yeah, especially. Oh, thanks yeah. so much, Chelsea, for your story. <laughs> thank like, you. thank you, amazing. <laughs> thank you for having me, guys. So good. Do you want anyone like? Oh, do you want to share you. your Instagram and stuff? Do you want people to know where you're at and how they can um, reach you or anything? Yeah. Do you want that? You don't have to, but you can if you like. Yeah. So if they wanted to have a follow, it's Chels, I think it's chels.alashahi. Um, I'll just double check that. <laughs> I love that we have an Instagram yeah. so long and we Chow- don't want it. Yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah. Lovely. We'll pop yeah. that in our show notes too. So we'll people can go it, and yeah. have a click easily yeah, and then great. come and go and see all your like inspirational content and yeah. everything. And yeah, yeah. Oh. Amazing. Oh, thanks so much yeah, for your thank time. You. Thank awesome. you. Thank you. Yay. All right. Thank you so much, guys. If you have enjoyed listening to these stories, we'd love to hear from you. Take a screenshot, share your thoughts. We'd love to hear how you found these amazing stories. You can tag us, tag our Instagram accounts, share with your friends, get in touch. We'd love to hear from you. And if you've been listening to this episode and thinking, actually, I think I do want a free birth. I just need a bit of support. You can work with me or Leonie. Check out our profiles on Instagram at free to birth. That's me, Victoria, or Leonie at birthwise.withleonie. And don't forget, you can connect with both of us and other like-minded women at our normal, boring free birth Facebook community. We'll see you there.